Welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney. This is episode number 104 of the podcast. In this edition of the podcast, I'm talking about San Antonio power forward LaMarcus Aldridge. It was announced that Aldridge will miss the rest of the NBA season when it returns in July. And I want to talk about that, but the main reason I want to talk about LaMarcus Aldridge is because of the up and down career that he's had. Aldridge was the second pick of the 2006 NBA draft behind only Andrea Bargnani, who was a draft bust. LaMarcus Aldridge could easily be called the best player of that draft. The problem, though, is that the 2006 NBA draft is not that spectacular. Yes, Kyle Lowry was drafted in that draft. Yes, Rajon Rondo was drafted in 2006. But the 2006 NBA draft is nothing near as good as the 2003 NBA draft with LeBron. Braun, D-Wade, Bosch, Mello. Aldridge's career stats are 19.6 points per game, 8.4 rebounds per game. This season, before the injury, 19 points a game and 7.4 rebounds a game. He is one of the best scoring big men. You cannot deny that. When it comes to scoring big men, he is on the top of that list. I don't think he's become the guy that I expected to become. His last two years in Portland, he was a problem. He was a 20 and 10 guy. He was the 1B to Dame Lillard's 1A. I think you can look back at LaMarcus Aldridge's career up until this point and say the biggest mistake has been him choosing the San Antonio Spurs over the Portland Trailblazers because I think big men greatly benefit from playing with great point guards. Look at people, Carl Malone and John Stockton, Amare Stoudemire and Steve Nash, Carlos Boozer and Darren Williams. What happened to Boozer after he stopped playing with Darren Williams? He was nowhere near the elite level player that he was while playing with Darren Williams and I think the same thing has happened to Aldridge. He has not connected with any of his Spurs teammates the way that he had a connection with Dame Lillard. Those last two years in Portland were the absolute best years of his career. I think if he had continued to play that way, I would think of him as a top 20 player in the NBA. Instead, he's somewhere in that like 35 to 40 range. I don't think he's been what the Spurs expected him to be either. I think they looked at him and thought he was going to be the next Tim Duncan or the next David Robinson, that great San Antonio Spur big man that was going to lead them to championships. Instead, he hasn't been that guy. He's been the number two to Kawhi Leonard and DeMar DeRozan, and he only plays at his best when he's not playing with those guys. His best season with the Spurs was when Kawhi Leonard was injured. He did not have a connection with Kawhi Leonard at all. That did not become the duo the Spurs thought it would be. They thought that duo was going to be the next Tony Parker, Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili. Like those guys would lead the Spurs to championships and instead that band's kind of broken up. Aldridge is not a guy who plays well when he's not the number one option. That's why Portland was the best scenario. It was a point guard. Dame Lillard was going to get him the ball and still Dame Lillard could be a great scorer and Aldridge could be a great scorer but with the Spurs he's playing with Kawhi Leonard and DeMar Rosen. Not guys who are great passers by any means. I also think we all thought Aldridge was going to go to the Spurs and get better because he was going to be coached by Greg Popovich. That has not happened. He's been the same and been worse at times. Yes, he's still putting up scoring numbers, but his rebounds are down again. His final two seasons in Portland, he was a 2010 guy. He has not been that with the San Antonio Spurs. He's had some seasons where he's averaged 23 points a game, but again, his best season with the Spurs was when Kawhi Leonard went down with an injury. Just think he was more aggressive with the Portland Trailblazers too, like he was a more willing scorer. 
But in that same way, I can diss him. I can also look at the stats and see that they're astonishing. Like he's a seven-time All-Star. He has 19,599 points as of today. This is a guy who's going to be a 20,000-point scorer. He's probably going to go into the Basketball Hall of Fame. But does he feel like that type of player? Or does he feel more like one of those bigs that just scores a lot of points and is going to go in? He doesn't feel like a winner. I'm sorry that that's a big diss, but that's what he feels like to me. He doesn't feel like a winning basketball player. He doesn't feel like that. He feels more like a Bernard King who puts up stats. Yeah, he can score 60 on Christmas Day, but at the end of the day, you're not going to win an NBA championship if your best player is Bernard King. And I feel the exact same way about LaMarcus Aldridge. The reason the San Antonio Spurs are not contending for championships right now is because their two best players are LaMarcus Aldridge and DeMar DeRozan. They are two elite scorers, but they are not complete basketball players that help you win NBA championships, help you win titles, help you be a dynasty like the Spurs used to be. And all of the Spurs' money are in LaMarcus Aldridge and DeMar DeRozan. Next season are the last years of both of their contracts. Aldridge is signed for one year and $25 million left on his contract. And DeRozan has one year and $27 million left on his deal. This might feel harsh to say. They should move on from both of them. Because them as your two best players, you are a middling team. Yes, you could easily win 40 to 50 games and compete for a playoff spot. But as those two as your two top players and paying them that much money, you will never win an NBA championship with those guys as your best players. I think part of the problem is that neither of them fit the mold of what wins championships. They're not great shooters, they're not great passers, and they're not great defenders. There are, of course, elite elements to Aldridge's game. I mean, he is an insanely good mid-range jump shot. He was a beast out there, but mostly in Portland. I feel like with the Spurs, he has not been that same aggressive guy. I think if his career had gone more of the way than his last two years in Portland, then I would be speaking about him as more of a player that I think of as a great player. I think LaMarcus Aldridge is a really good basketball player, but I don't know if I can call him great. And I think his career in Portland is kind of fascinating when you look back at it. I mean, they thought that that group was going to become an elite championship caliber group. They drafted Brandon Roy, who was a really good two guard. People forget how good a scorer Brandon Roy was. I remember watching him the first few years I watched basketball. He was one of my favorite players to watch play the game. And then they drafted Greg Oden, who of course was a bust, but mostly due to injuries. And then... Brandon Roy gets hurt, Greg Oden's basically off the team, and LaMarcus Aldridge becomes the absolute best player on the Trailblazers, and then years later, they bounce back and they draft Dame Lillard, and it's like LaMarcus Aldridge gets a second chance of playing with another elite guard. When he played with Brandon Roy, that was the best case scenario for Aldridge. When he played with Dame Lillard, that was the best case scenario for LaMarcus Aldridge. Because even when he was playing with Brandon Roy or Dame Lillard, the Portland Trailblazers felt like LaMarcus's Aldridge's team. I feel like in the five years he has been a member of the San Antonio Spurs, it has not felt like it was LaMarcus's Aldridge's team. First, it felt like it was Kawhi Leonard's team, then DeMar DeRozan's team. It has never felt like LaMarcus's Aldridge's team. He's never taken over the Spurs like it looked like he was 
about to take over the Portland Trailblazers. Again, the stats aren't that different, but I felt like he was becoming an elite player with the Trailblazers, and I don't feel like he's been that elite level player with the San Antonio Spurs. Again, leaving the Trailblazers for the Spurs seems like a no-brainer. They have Greg Popovich, they have Kawhi Leonard, and it's not like he could have predicted that Kawhi Leonard would have ever left the San Antonio Spurs, because clearly none of us ever could have predicted that. But even when Kawhi Leonard was on the team, there was something missing in LaMarcus's Aldridge's game. That that duo never became an elite duo, and I think that the NBA is really about elite duos, LeBron and D-Wade. I think LaMarcus Aldridge and Dame Lillard were becoming an elite duo, and he left that for greener pastures, and again, it wasn't greener for him because Kawhi Leonard was a one-man show, and LaMarcus Aldridge really didn't fit in, and when he did have an elite season with the Spurs, it was when Kawhi Leonard was injured. I don't think Aldridge adjusted well to being the number two player on the Spurs like other big men have, like Kevin Love did with LeBron, like Chris Bosh did with LeBron, like Pau Gasol did with Kobe. Those are elite big men that learn to play with other great players. I don't think LaMarcus Aldridge ever learned that lesson playing with Kawhi Leonard. And the same thing for playing with DeMar DeRozan. I mean, when I watch the Spurs, when those two play, it just feels like it's my turn to score, it's your turn to score kind of thing. They don't feel like a good duo at all. I think the Spurs seriously need to move on from both of them because it feels like the Spurs are just in denial. They need a rebuild. They don't need to be playing 30-year-old players, $27 and $25 million a year. I think when his contract runs out, LaMarcus Aldridge needs to go to a team where he is the third or fourth option. I don't think he's that elite level guy anymore. I think it's too late for him to form another duo. I think he needs to be a third option, be like a 15 points per game guy on the team. Coming off this injury, when his contract runs out, he will be 35 years old. And I think he's a star player, not a superstar player, so there is no way I'm giving LaMarcus Aldridge a max contract to join my team. Look at what's happened with Al Horford on the Philadelphia 76ers. Giving an old big man that kind of money will not work out. Maybe in Horford's case, that's just a case of him not fitting in with that team at all and that team not having an identity. But even then, I don't think Aldridge should be the second best or best player on an NBA team anymore. Because again, I just feel like, yes, he might go in there. He might put up 18 points a game. You know what a team really makes sense for me for Aldridge to join? The Washington Wizards. If the Wizards are going to keep Bradley Beal and they're going to keep John Wall, I think having a guy like LaMarcus Aldridge makes a lot of sense. Like I said, him playing with an elite passing point guard makes a whole lot of sense. So get Marcus Aldridge on the Washington Wizards and have him play with John Wall. And I think there would be an uptick in his stats. And that makes a lot of sense for me, for him to be the third option instead of the second one. Another one that makes a whole lot of sense is his him moving to the Houston Rockets. That makes a lot of sense. You're going to have Russell Westbrook. You're going to have James Harden. Those are two elite passing passers again big men greatly benefit from playing with great point guards and he hasn't played with a great point guard since Dame Lillard I think LaMarcus Aldridge can be a piece of an NBA championship team but he can no longer be a franchise level player 
the last team to me that really makes sense for LaMarcus Aldridge is the Memphis Grizzlies. They have John Morant, they have Jaron Jackson Jr., they have Jonas Valanciunas, and adding LaMarcus Aldridge makes a lot of sense for a young team on the rise. Those are the types of teams that could use a veteran like LaMarcus Aldridge. There is no need for him to be on a middling San Antonio Spurs team that's going to be eliminated from the first round each and every season they have DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge as their best player. I know that sounds insane. I know those two guys are elite level scorers, but they should not be the best players on your basketball team in 2020. Before the NBA season shut down, the San Antonio Spurs had a record of 27-36 and and they were 12th in the Western Conference. They were a mediocre team at best. You can't be a team giving two players max contracts when you can barely compete for a playoff spot. That's maddening. If you're an NBA team with two guys you're giving max contracts to, you should be a team that is at least fourth in your conference. They are 12th in their conference and they're giving two guys 25 million and 27 million respectively. I mean, that's insane. As I am being harsh to LaMarcus Aldridge on this podcast, I will also admit there's a lot of what ifs to his career. What if Greg Oden stayed healthy in his career and they got to form a really good trio with him and Brandon Roy? And what if Brandon Roy never got hurt and got to keep playing at an elite level? LaMarcus Aldridge's career could have looked even better to the career that he's had. And another what if, what if Kawhi Leonard stayed healthy and wasn't traded from the Spurs? Maybe him and Aldridge would have formed a championship duo. Even though I don't believe that that would have happened, there are a lot of what ifs and he's kind of been unlucky. But I also think he's one of those guys that got to an elite level and he's never grown as a player. And I find those guys to be quite maddening. I think Dwight Howard reached that level too. Yes, Dwight Howard might be a Hall of Famer. He's a free-time defensive player of the year. He's reached star levels. He led a team to an NBA championship. He's had a better career than LaMarcus Aldridge. Yet, I feel the way about both of them. They never developed their games to where I thought of them as what they could have been. And absolute monster in the league. Dwight Howard was more so that than Aldridge, but I think both of them could have reached those heights of being a top 10 to 5 player in the NBA, and Dwight Howard maybe reached that for a year or two, but LaMarcus Aldridge really only came close to his fi- in his final two seasons with the Trailblazers. I think LaMarcus Aldridge could have been a 25-point scorer on a really good basketball team. Look at how more aggressive he was as a member of the Trailblazers. In his final two seasons with the Trailblazers, he's taking about 20 shots a game. As his time with the Spurs, he's taking around 14 shots per game. I think LaMarcus Aldridge should have gotten more aggressive as a basketball player, not less. And I don't think he's fit well with his teammates as a member of the Spurs like he did with when he was with the Portland Trailblazers. He fit really well with Dame Lillard. I thought that was a top five duo at the time. And look, since Dame Lillard has formed a Another really good duo with CJ McCollum. That duo just got to a Western Conference Finals. There's a world where LaMarcus Aldridge could have been the third wheel in that duo. And I think that's the perfect world for a guy like LaMarcus Aldridge. He would be competing for championships. Instead, he's on a 27 and 36 basketball team. I also think that when you talk about the best players in the league, his name just gets lost in the shuffle. Like he's just become another name. Yes, he puts up some decent stats, but I don't 
don't think he's the guy. I think he had a potential to be one of the best players in the league. I think he had the potential to be a no doubt Hall of Fame player. I think he's like right on the edge of being that. Again, I think he'll get in because he'll reach that 20,000 point score mark. But I don't know if LaMarcus Aldridge has had a memorable basketball career that we'll all be talking about. My expectations for what I thought he could become are more than most people's, but I really did believe he could become a top 10 to 15 player in the NBA and I don't think he's come near that since his time with the Spurs and that's saying a lot because he has accomplished a lot he's a seven-time all-star not most people can say that he scored more than 19,000 points he's going to make the 20,000 point club but again does it really matter if you don't win a championship and you don't compete for championships because I don't think he's really done that consistently and when he's been in the postseason at times with the Spurs he struggled and again that was playing with Kawhi Leonard. I think if you are a Spurs fan, the moment you got LaMarcus Aldridge, you thought, oh boy, we're going to win more titles. This is our next Tim Duncan. This is our next David Robinson. He's going to fit so well with Kawhi Leonard. We have Greg Popovich. We're about to add to our five titles. And so far, that has not happened. And that's not going to happen his remaining time as a member of the Spurs. They are not going to win a title. If you told me when LaMarcus Aldridge joined the Spurs, that the Spurs were not going to win a championship, I would have thought you were crazy because I thought they were legitimately going to do that and I thought LaMarcus Aldridge was going to improve as a basketball player. He has stayed the same mostly and I think he's gotten a little worse. He has not improved. That is not what I expected from LaMarcus Aldridge. I don't think his time with the Spurs has been that memorable. And when this injury occurred that it was announced he was going to miss the remainder of the NBA season, I think to myself, oh well, the Spurs aren't going to be able to compete for a playoff spot. I thought to myself, wow, this should really be the end of his time as a member of the Spurs. Now, I think that contract is so big, they'll be almost impossible to trade LaMarcus Aldridge, but the Spurs should seriously consider moving on from LaMarcus Aldridge and DeMar DeRozan. They are fooling themselves if they think they are remaining a relevant basketball team by having those two players as their stars. I think DeRozan and Aldridge have a lot in common. On paper, they look like elite-level basketball players. They put up massive scoring numbers, but I think at the end of the day, you can really question whether or not the two of them are ultimately winners. And that's why the both of them are left out of those talks of who are the best players at their positions. DeRozan barely gets mentioned as one of the best two guards, and LaMarcus Aldridge barely gets mentioned as one of the best power forwards. They both have the stats to say that they are, but when you watch them play, their results don't lead to a lot of winning basketball when they are the best players on their teams. Again, I think if LaMarcus Aldridge could turn back time and redo his decision to leave the Trailblazers, I think it would be in his best interest to reverse that decision because I think he would have formed a really good duo with Dame Lillard moving forward. And I actually thought when LaMarcus Aldridge joined the Spurs that by the end of it, he would probably be a top 10 Spur of all time. And I think he's nowhere near that list. The Spurs are one of those teams that's all about winning a championship. And unfortunately, LaMarcus Aldridge never reached that. Whether or not that's because of that Kawhi Leonard injury, it doesn't matter. He has not won with the Spurs. Again, this podcast was not meant to be a LaMarcus Aldridge bashing, but I do have strong feelings about the career of LaMarcus Aldridge. I don't think he's reached that potential that I thought he was going to when I watched him as a young basketball fan. I really thought to myself, this guy has the potential to be 
a top 10, 15 player in the league. And as a member of the Spurs, he did not reach that. And if he had stayed with the Trailblazers, I think he would have reached that level. And that's what I'm mad about, that I never got to see that LaMarcus Aldridge, that elite guy that I knew that was in him. Again, he's probably going to reach the 20,000 point plateau. He's probably going to make the Basketball Hall of Fame. But when I think of LaMarcus Aldridge, I kind of think of what could have been. I hope he has a speedy recovery. I hope he comes back. I hope he wins a championship. But right now, I think he's had a polarizing career. When I think of LaMarcus Aldridge's career best, I think of him as a member of the Portland Trailblazers, not as a member of the Spurs. And I think his career with the Spurs should be coming to an end sooner rather than later. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. So please rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs>